Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Friday, August 24th, 2018, and welcome to episode number 548 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject, subject of all time here each and every week here in the radio network, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, right now just flying a little bit solo here, so we don't have, I don't have my normal crowd here with me here at, right now, but they'll be coming on here momentarily. But I will go ahead and let you know that we will be having our wrestling news and views brought to us by, of course, our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice. And also, <clears throat> I'll be handling the wrestling history and birthdays here. Uh, the human suplex machine, John Gross, has not yet arrived in as well. But I'll be handling that here in just a few moments. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, but uh, of course, they'll be coming in here just hopefully the next few moments here. Just running a little bit behind. Nothing nothing major, nothing fancy. Uh, but I will go and let you know tonight our live video feed here tonight is coming to us from our group dedicated to Ring of Honor, R-O-H-U-S, Honor of the Ring. If you'd like to join us for our live video feed for Revolution episode 548, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash ROHUS Wrestling Honor. If you'd like to also join us through, of course, come in to us through talkshoe.com. The phone number, as always, is 1 605 562 Once again, 1 Call ID 138055-POUND and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we will be talking about here tonight. Which primarily here, folks, after our big, busy week here in the, here in the radio network, of course, talking about everything from Raw to SmackDown to SummerSlam this past weekend, the NXT TakeOver last Saturday. Uh, we pretty much, like I said, have gone through, through it all here, ladies and gentlemen. 
and got and had some has had a real some real good crowds coming in here, and hopefully, like I said, we'll have some we'll have another good crowd coming in here tonight for the last revolution of the week. Speaking of which, before we get going here, I will be starting things off with the rest of history and birthdays, filling in for the for the human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, as you notice, during the last little last uh, last few moments of last night's episode of NWO Wolfpack, we did have a, an unknown caller saying that they were chiming in to talk shit, but they had they kept saying, "I'm sorry, wrong number. Sorry, wrong number." Uh, we have we never found out who that was, and ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I don't know if this was actually if this was an accident. I mean, it happened at least several times over a ten-minute period. Kind of makes you wonder, there, folks, on there, on here. So, I wouldn't really, wouldn't really, wouldn't really worry too much about that here. But we do have folks that I'm obviously looking for other shows on Talk Show. And for some odd reason, you know, that they just keep chiming in the arts for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, unless, we're, of course, like I said, they are true blue wrestling fans like our, like us. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, my apologies once again for the for the unknown female caller. Apparently, it did sound female to me. Um, we apologize about that. And hopefully, like I said, it won't happen again here tonight or any other future episode here of the WCWS Radio Network. And we'll keep apprised of that throughout the remainder of our shows here. Uh, of course, Power Hour tomorrow night, tomorrow uh, evening, and then our, our, of course, our promo uh, Sunday night, and then, of course, starting up the week here next week, of course, with Raw Radio. So we'll keep we'll keep monitoring this, and hopefully, like I said, is we won't have this, uh, we won't have a repeat performance of this, if you will. So let's go ahead and bring it here today. Let's bring it today, August twenty fourth here in wrestling history here, of course, filling in. For the human suplex machine, John Gross, he'll be probably he'll be coming in, I'm sure, in the next little while. Uh, but let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here, and we'll start things off with that. Uh, let's see here, 33 years ago today, which would put it at uh, 1985, in Philadelphia, the Dream Team, Brutus Beefcake and Greg Valentine, defeated the U.S. Express, Mike Rotundo and Barry Windham to win the WWF Tag Team Titles. <coughs> Uh, let me see here. Uh, yes, 31 years ago today, which would put it at 1987 in Memphis, Tennessee, Don Bass defeated Jerry Lawler to win the AWA Southern Heavyweight title. The win ends Lawler's 50th reign as champion. Uh, Lawler would win it back just four days later, then vacated it about a little over a month later to go after the AWA World Tag Team titles. Lawler would win the title one last time for a total of 52 reigns in November 1987 before it was unified with the AWA International Heavyweight and the NWA Mid-America Heavyweight titles to create the Continental Wrestling Association Heavyweight Championship. 28 years ago today, we put it at 1990 in East Rutherford, New Jersey, the Steiners, Rick and Scott, defeated the Rock and Roll Express to win the NWA United States Tag Team titles. 24 years, 24 years ago today, which would put it at 1994, WCW presented Clash of the Champions, let's see, 28, on the Five Seasons Center in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Highlighted by the first ever singles match between Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair on broadcast television, this edition of The Clash drew one of the highest ratings for any cable wrestling show ever to that point. The show as a whole was seen 
the show as uh, overall was seen in over 2.75 million households with the main event being watched by 4.12 million households at the time for any wrestling match on cable. The show featured the final televised match of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat until 2009 as he suffered a career-ending back injury during, during his match. At an insult to injury, Steamboat, who had been associated with the NWA for most of the previous 20 years, would be fired via FedEx the next month. Here are the matches that took place at Clash of the Champions 28. <clears throat> the Nasty Boys defeated Paul Orndorff and Paul Roma, of course, otherwise known as Pretty Wonderful. Ricky Steamboat defeated Steve Austin to win the United, WCW United States title. The title could have changed hands on the DQ. Dustin, Dustin and Dusty Rhodes defeated Bunkhouse Buck and Terry Funt by DQ. Of note, this was Dusty's first match with WCW since being fired by the company in 1988. Antonio Inoki defeated Lord Steven Regal via submission. And Ric Flair defeated Hulk Hogan by countout in a WCW World Heavyweight title match. 22 years ago today, we put it at 1996, WWF presented Experience from the Canadian National Exhibition Stadium in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, of course, Right there, right, right there in, in the neck of the woods of our own King N.W.O. Gerard T. Smith. 21,211 were in attendance for the event, celebrating the 10th anniversary of the big event, which took place in the same building, with more than triple the attendance. And here are the matches that took place at this event. The Godwins defeated the New Rockers, of course, Marty Jannetty and Leaf Cassidy. Of course, Leaf Cassidy would also be known as Al Snow. Hunter Hearst Helmsley defeated Bob Holly. Savio Vega defeated Justin Hawk Bradshaw, who we would know now as JBL. Jose Lothario defeated Jim Cornette. Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Mark Merrow by countout. Psycho Sid defeated Vader in a lumberjack match, playing the role of the lumberjacks for members of the Canadian Football League team, the Toronto Argonauts. Farouk defeated Aldo Montoya, who Aldo Montoya would be better known in ECW as Just Incredible. Owen Hart and the British Bulldog defeated the Smoking Guns, of course, Billy and Bart via DQ in a WWF tag team title match. The Undertaker defeated Mankind in a casket match. And Shawn Michaels defeated Goldust in a ladder match to retain the WWF title. 20 years ago today, I put it in 1998 on Raw's War from Philadelphia. WWF tag team champions Mankind and Kane fought each other to a no contest in a Hell in a Cell match. On the undercard, Bart Gunn defeated Bradshaw by knockout to win the Brawl for All tournament and $75,000. Gunn scored the only three knockout victories of the shoot fighting tournament, knocking out tournament favorite Dr. Destiny Steve Williams in the second round. Williams defeated Quebecer Pierre in the first round and the Godfather in the semifinals. Bradshaw got $25,000 for reaching the finals. The Brawl for All would be the height of, the, of Gunn's run in the WWF. The following March at WrestleMania 15, Gunn was knocked out in 35 seconds by pro boxer Eric Butterbean Etch. Gunn would be released shortly, shortly afterwards. There is speculation that Gunn's loss to Butterbean was punishment for defeating the office favorite, Steve Williams. 19 years ago today, put it at 1999, WWF taped the first ever episode of SmackDown from the Kemper Arena in Kansas City, Missouri. Though there was a pilot shot four months earlier, this taping airing two days later on UPN is considered a debut episode. 
This is also the first WWF event in Kansas City since Owen Hart's sad death at Over the Edge three months before. The show got a 5.8 rating with about 9 million viewers. And here are the matches that took place here. <clears throat> of course, everyone, uh, I'm just going to say, um, you, would know, you knew him as B.A. Billy Gunn. Then I'm just going to say Billy Gunn defeated Jeff Jarrett. The Undertaker and the Big Show defeated Kane and X-Pac and the Acolytes to retain the WWF Tag Team titles. Big Boss Man defeated Al Snow to win the Hardcore title. Road Dogg defeated Chris Jericho by DQ. Shane McMahon defeated Mankind. Tory, not Tory Wilson, but the Tory that went out with Kane and X-Pac, defeated Ivory in an evening gown match. And Triple H defeated The Rock to retain the WWF title. Shawn Michaels was a special referee and had a direct hand in the finish. Michaels hit sweet chin music on The Rock as he was going for the people's elbow. It would be Michaels' final appearance in the WWF until May of 2000. Fifteen years ago today, which we put it at 2003, WWE presented SummerSlam from the American West Arena in Phoenix, Arizona. 16,113 were in attendance with 465,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, which was down from 540,000 from the 2002 edition. The show featured the debut of Rob Conway, who interfered in the World Tag Team title match and the shortest elimination chamber match in WWE history as participants entered in three-minute intervals instead of five. In a pre-show, and here are the matches that took place at SummerSlam 03, in a pre-show Sunday night heat match, Matt Hardy defeated Zach Gowan via forfeit. Another pre-show Sunday night heat match, Rey Mysterio defeated Shannon Moore to retain the WWE Cruiserweight title. La Resistance, Rene Dupree and Savon Grenier defeated the Dudley Boys to retain the World Tag Team titles. The Undertaker defeated A-Train. Shane McMahon defeated Eric Bischoff in a no-DQ Falls Count Anywhere match. Eddie Guerrero defeated Chris Benoit, Rhino, and Tajiri in a fatal four-way match to retain the, the WWE United States title. Kurt Angle defeated Brock Lesnar via submission to retain the WWE title. Kane defeated RVD in a no-holds-barred match. And Triple H defeated Goldberg, Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, Randy Orton, and Kevin Nash in an elimination chamber match to retain the World Heavyweight title. Goldberg got three of the five eliminations in the match, with eliminating, of course, Randy Orton, HBK, and Jericho. But Triple H got the one that mattered. He eliminated Goldberg to win the match and retain the title. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all remember, this was due to Ric Flair passing him a sledgehammer. I do remember this match here. Uh, <clears throat> 15 years ago today, put it at, uh, let's see, uh, also 2000, is it, yeah, 2003, famed British sports commentator, presenter, and actor Kent Walton sadly died due to a stroke in Guildford, Surrey, England. He passed away just two days after his 86th birthday. Born in Cairo, Egypt, as Kenneth Walton Beckett and raised in Hasselmeyer, Surrey, he tried his hand at acting until World War II broke out. He then served as a part of the Royal Air Force as a radio operator and front gunner. He returned to acting following the war, but his mark as a sports commentator, but he but hit his mark as a sports commentator working football and tennis matches. In November 1955, he would become ITV's lead voice for wrestling, a job he would carry over to the network Saturday sports show World of Sport. His greetings, grappling fans, and have a good week till next week 
would become signatures of his broadcast for over 30 years. At the height of his popularity, as many as 7 million people, the number rose to 12 million for the FA Cup finals days, watched ITV wrestling matches, including several members of the royal family, even Queen Elizabeth II and Prime Minister at the time, Margaret Thatcher, were fans of the show. Perhaps a sign of foreshadowing, in the 1979 World of Sport Annual, Walton was concerned that gimmicks would, over, would overtake the art of wrestling someday. With World of Sport canceled in September 1985, ITV's weekly wrestling show was moved to a lunchtime slot on Saturday. It wasn't long for this world, with ratings continuing to slide and the imported WWF gaining popularity. The British wrestling program was canceled in 1988 after 33 years on the air. Walton, who did also did voiceover work, is a member of the 2011 class of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame. At the time of his passing, Walton was survived by his wife at 54 years, Lynn Smith, and one son. The video that's on this page where I'm reading the history here is a, is a short documentary on the long-running British wrestling program narrated by Walton called Everything Stops at 4 o'clock, the time the show ran on Saturday afternoon. Six years ago today, folks, back in 2012, on this day, Ariane Andrew, also remember if you remember her as WWE female competitor Cameron, was arrested and charged with driving under the influence in Tampa, Florida. The news didn't come out until a week later during the WWE's annual Australian tour. Andrew had already performed on one of the shows that was sent home prior to the second. She was suspended for 15 days on August the 29th. Two years ago today, 2016, on Raw from Brooklyn, New York, the Dudley Boys, of course, Bubba Ray and Devon, returned to WWE as a team for the first time since 2005. Bubba Ray actually returned in a one-time only appearance earlier, earlier in the year as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble match. The then 18-time World Tag Team Champions, 8 in ECW and 10 and WWE, including one WCW tag title during the Invasion Era, were released back in the summer of 2005 as a part of a series of budget cuts. They landed in TNA soon after as Team 3D, as, of course, WWE would not allow them to use the Dudley ring name and be, would become one of the company's most successful duos. They would win the NWA World Tag Titles once and the TNA World Tag Team Titles twice. They would also win the IWGP Tag Team Titles twice as part of TNA's working agreement with New Japan Pro Wrestling. As singles competitors, <clears throat> Bubba Ray would win the TNA World Title twice as Bully Ray, while Devon, D-Von, as Devon, D-E-V-O-N, won the TNA Television Title twice. They would join the TNA Hall of Fame in 2014. Now, folks, we have, like I said, another part of our wrestling history here. So, bear with me here for just bear with me here for just one second here. I find this right here. Uh, yes. Okay. There you go. Yes, folks, we have an, we have another we have another. Uh, we have another part of it here, right here. We have a birthday to talk about here tonight, here, ladies and gentlemen. Today is a happy 73rd birthday. Yes, you heard me right, ladies and gentlemen. 73rd birthday to promoter, commentator, announcer, film producer, actor, and retired professional wrestler Vincent K. 
Kennedy McMahon or simply Vince McMahon for short. Born in Pinehurst, North Carolina, Vince had a tough childhood. Vince spent the majority of his childhood living with a string of stepfathers and his mother as his biological father, Vincent Jess and Vince Jr. didn't meet until age as didn't meet until he was age 12 when his father was promoted for Capital Wrestling Corporation. In a 2001 interview, Vince claimed that one of his stepfathers beat his mother and would beat on him too while trying to protect her, saying he wished he could have killed him. He overcame this dyslexia and graduated from the military school in Virginia in 1964 and from East Carolina University with a business degree in 1968. Though Vince Sr. was not thrilled with his son getting into the wrestling business, Vince Jr. got into the wrestling business in 1969 as an in-ring announcer for WWF All-Star Wrestling. He promoted his first card in Maine in 1971 and later in the year becoming a regular play-by-play announcer for the WWF, a role he would regularly serve until November of 1997. Vince McMahon would play an integral part in the promotion within and outside of the company in the 1970s, including promoting the boxer-wrestler bout between Muhammad Ali and Antonio Inoki in 1976, changing the WWWF to the WWF, expanding their television reach through syndication, and also buying the Cape Cod Coliseum. By 1980, Vince had become chairman of the WWF, and two, two, years, two years later, as part of Titan Sports Inc., he would buy Capital Wrestling Corporation from his father. From there, McMahon would eschew decades of common practice and understanding that no promoter would invade the territory of another. He expanded from the Northeastern Territory to a true national promotion, acquiring top talent from other territories, used pop music stars and pro wrestling storylines, known loosely, of course, as the Rock and Wrestling Connection, rebrand and market wrestling to a family audience, many of whom had never seen wrestling before, and promote some of his biggest shows on closed-circuit television and later pay-per-view. His biggest acquisition, Hulk Hogan, in late 1983, would be the face of the late 1980s pro wrestling boom, highlighted by a record yet disputed crowd of over 93,000 at the Pontiac Silverdome for WrestleMania III. Trading into other territories would not go unnoticed, but often went unchallenged, as only a few promoters the financial, had the, the financial backing to put up a fight. One of the few was the, was the popular Georgia Championship Wrestling. The infamous Black Saturday of 1984 drew the ire of GCW fans. WWF's over-the-top cartoon style was in direct contrast to GCW's gritty and athletic style. And promotions that had presented a similar style to GCW often outrated the WWF's Saturday night program. With the situation hopeless, McMahon sold the time slot to Jim Crockett Promotions. Crockett would in turn sell his promotion to media mogul Ted Turner, who would rebrand it World Championship Wrestling. Turner's WCW fought tooth and nail with Vince's WWF for years, driving the WWF to the brink of bankruptcy. He also driven the near ruin in a much publicized trial when he was accused of distributing steroids to his performers in 1994. But despite admitting to taking steroids in the 1980s, McMahon was acquitted of all charges. Things began to turn for the WWF ironically in late 1997 when McMahon manipulated Bret Hart out of the WWF title on his last time with the, com- with the company in an incident dubbed the Montreal Screwjob. From real life drama, Mr. McMahon character was born. Around this time, it was revealed Vince McMahon had owned a company he did the announcing for. His feud with Stone Cold Steve Austin was the focal 
point of the Attitude Era that resulted in the second wrestling boom in the late 1990s and early 2000s, a boom that would ultimately result with the, in the WWF purchasing WCW and its assets for just $5 million in 2001, though the final purchase price changes depending on who's telling the story. McMahon would also acquire the defunct ECW in 2003, leaving the renamed WWE as the only major wrestling promotion in North America for years. Wrestling-wise, McMahon, believe it or not, is a former WWF and ECW world champion, having won them in 1999 and 2007, respectively. He also won the 1999 Royal Rumble match. McMahon would expand his ventures outside professional wrestling on multiple occasions, often failing spectacularly, most of course, most notably the World Bodybuilding Federation in the early 1990s and the XFL in 2001. McMahon, of course, has two children with his wife of nearly 40 years, of course, Linda, as well as six grandchildren. He has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and is a member of the first Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame class in 1996. <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, happy, happy birthday there indeed. To of course, to to of course the man behind WWE, of course, Mr. Vince McMahon. And let's see if we have an 73rd birthday, by the way. Let's see if we have any. Let's see if we have any uh, other birthdays other than uh, Mr. McMahon's here. We'll go and check that out here right now. Uh, As a matter of fact, we do, ladies and gentlemen. We also want to wish a happy, let's see here. Oh, a happy 50th birthday to Show Funaki. Of course, remember one half of the infamous group, Kai and Tai, with Taka Mishinoku. Uh, we also want to wish a happy, let's see, 70, 74th birthday to Rocky Johnson, of course, the father of, of course, one and the only Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And also happy happy 30th birthday to Grand Metalik. So happy birthday to Vince McMahon, Funaki, Rocky Johnson, and Grand Metalik here today, here, ladies and gentlemen. And there you have it here, folks, with our with our wrestling history and histories and birthdays here for today. Uh, <clears throat> let's give you this one more time while we continue to wait for our, all of our folks to, of course, to pop to pop in on the show right here. I do happen to notice that the one person is joining us on the live video chat, and I'll explain who that is in just a moment. But let's give you this one more time, 1605-562-0444. Once again, 1605-562-0444. Episode 548, ladies and gentlemen, of the Mothership WWS Revolution. For <clears throat> Friday, August 24th, 2018. This, and Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw here with you. Uh, of course, still awaiting the arrival of the rest of our folks here tonight. Um, of course, like I said, um, I'm, like I said, with with of course also high school football back in full force, and of course school starting right back up here for a lot of folks here really really soon. A lot of our folks here, of course, are a little bit, uh, 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 <clears throat> I'm sure, running a little bit behind here. So, well, so we may get a chance to talk to some of our, hopefully talk to some of our folks here tonight. 
but of course, if we don't, that's but that's understandable. Um, but I do happen to notice, ladies and gentlemen, on the live video feed from from ROHUS Honor of the Ring, I do have on the line, I do have on there uh, the Empress Emily Rickenbach. Uh, as you know, Anne is a 2016 WWS WCW, Hall of Famer and also, of course, a multiple title holder of many of our of our trivia belts in our trivia championship series. So I do extend a welcome to her uh, this evening. Uh, let me see here. Uh, well, let me see here. Uh, da, da. I guess, ladies and gentlemen, while we wait, I'll we'll fill in also for for King Ice here. Uh, of course, like I said, King W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Ice Man Jared Geralmo. Uh, uh, as um, as like I said, we'll we'll I'll uh, I'll take a I'll do I'll uh, read you some read you some wrestling stories courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com, ladies and gentlemen, which we do thank the guys at 411mania for, for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network to read all those stories on all of our radio network, including, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Power Hour, um, the pro our promos, and so forth. Let's see right, let's see right here. Uh, Jeremy Thomas uh, brings us a story here tonight. As he's saying that Sasha Banks is saying that she'd be more than happy to face Ronda Rousey. Interesting. Sasha Banks appeared on Complex's Open Late and discussed how her opinion of Ronda Rousey has changed since Rousey joined WWE. Banks said back in January after Rousey's Boy Rumble debut, she says, I have nothing not nice to say, so I can't say anything at all. However, she told Peter Rosenberg that her opinion has changed over the last seven months. Talking about potentially facing Rousey in the ring, Bank, Bank said, per Wrestling Inc., I'm ready for her, especially knowing her now. I'm going to be more than happy to have a match with her. I think she's awesome. I think we can make magic together. And I have I don't have anything bad to say about her. First time that she was going to come to WWE, it was like, uh, we don't need that taken that away from what we're doing. But she helps so much. She works so hard. She always wants to learn, and she loves it and respects it. You know, I appreciate that. She works very hard. So, like I said here, folks, we got, uh, you know, we got, we got like a firm supporter of uh, of Ronda Rousey right here. So, I think we all wouldn't mind seeing a, uh, we would all, we all wouldn't mind seeing a, uh, I've seen a match between Sasha and Ronda Rousey. Anything could happen here, folks, in wrestling. We always talk about that. Jeremy Thomas brings us a story here tonight. As Co Cody Rhodes discusses the possibility of an all-in two, choosing all-in's main event and more. Cody, of course, Cody Rhodes spoke with Comics Beat for a new interview discussing the, discussing the upcoming all-in show, a possible second and more. Some highlights are below. 
On the possibilities of an all-in, too, Cody Rhodes says, well, I mean, this crew is together a lot. One day we're all in Japan, the next day it's here. And when I say crew, I mean more than just me and the Bucks. You know, it includes Marty Skrull, Hangman Page, and Kenny Omega. They're all very much factored into everything that's happening. I think we've pushed, we've pushed off all pre-planning and speculation to September the 2nd. But it's pretty common knowledge of our contract with Ring of Honor are coming up. They all in on the same day, shockingly. I mean, what do we do? We have such great things in place already. Matt, Nick, Marty, Hangman, we've all had such a great time in Ring of Honor, and they've been such a great partner on this project alone by allowing us to breach our contract to do this. None of us wanted to come. One of none of us wanted to come at the at this from a place of anxiety. Instead, we wanted to look at what we've done and ask, okay, now what can we do? I think September second is going to be an interesting day for sure. On WGN America, airing the Zero Hour pre-show, Cody Rhodes says he came later in the game. WGN America had actually approached us about the entire show, and that was a great thing. Except they would, except it would have have to be a little bit more streamlined for television important as matches are to me and seeing them get proper time like you see in new japan we couldn't do commercials and make it two hours so the idea went away and then it became the idea of doing a pre-show we sort of said well let's not do that let's instead give them two two really good matches featuring the all-in crew let's make it something special it became an opportunity to add one more feather in our cap so to speak wrestling was going to be back on a major network and wasn't going to be wwe or even any one company. It's just three dudes and their idea. Of course, growing up, my dad, of course, you know, Dusty Rhodes, put Jim Crockett's promotion on Turner at 6.05 p.m. And what Vince did with USA Network, then the wars, I couldn't turn down the chance of putting our show on a network. On choosing the main event for All In, Cody Rhodes says this. The main event will be the six-man, of course, Rey Mysterio, Bandito, and Phoenix against the Golden Elite, of course, the Young Bucks, and Kota Ibushi. At one point, going to be Kenny Omega versus Pentagon, but what you see on being the elite is true, as silly as it may seem. Asking Kenny to do the main event was a lot after the G1 tournament, of course, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I think you have <clears throat> the spirit of the event in the souls of Matt and Nick. Then there's Ray, who was the guy. There was there was the guy who gave me my first rest, my first WrestleMania, my first break. There's a special nod there. Also, I just want to see what they can do in the ring together. As a fan, I'm excited for that. We can't wait to see that, folks, coming up here. Uh, actually, I believe that's next. That's next. Uh, that's next uh, Sunday, I do believe. Not this coming Sunday, but next Sunday. Uh, let's see right here. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us this story right here. Of course, talking about one of the ladies that was featured in the May Young Classic this year. Tegan Knox, injury reportedly derailed her big push. And here is Jeremy Thomas. To a new report, Tegan during the May Young Classic derailed for what was set for her. The wrestling observer newsletter reported to be the, the winner of her match against Rhea Ripley and was scheduled to be in the finals of the tournament. Knox says Knox was said to be the probable winner of the tournament and will have been set up for an NXT run. But obviously the leg injury she suffered ended those chances. The finals of the May Young Classic will take place at WWE Evolution on October 28th in the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum in New York. The event will air live on the WWE Network. That is a pity. I mean, I heard she was a, a very extremely talented, and hopefully, like I said, we'll get a chance to see her compete again at some point. 
Uh, let's see right here. And Paul Kogan being back in the news right here. Jeremy Thomas uh, uh, has a story right here. Kogan says Vern Gagne taught, taught him to no sell and also recalls working with Austin Idol. Paul Kogan discussed the origins of many of the trademark elements in an interview with Bill After. There's some audio on, on the page if you want to listen to that. Plus, also read some highlights via Wrestling Inc. On his time after leaving WWE in 1980, Hulk Hogan says, You know, when I left the WWE originally went to work for Vern Gagne, I had a great deal in Japan. I spent weeks and weeks, sometimes 20 weeks a year over there, and I loved it over there because I actually got to wrestle over there and didn't have to do the ear thing, and it was just totally different. It was fun for me. It was kind of like how I learned how to wrestle. And going to Japan was fun and stuff like that, but I've always dreamed about being the champion in New York. When I was there the first time, Bob Backlund was the champion, and even as a bad guy, kind of like how I heard how the crowd reacted to me and Andre the Giant at Shea Stadium, the Superdome, not the Silverdome, brother, for Bill Watts and working with Mike LaBelle. I worked all over with Andre, then even in Japan, I was always the heel, and I had that black leather armband and classy Freddie Blassie loaded with a piece of metal, and then I knocked Andre out with it. There was always that really great reaction, so I had always dreamed that, oh my gosh, if I could do this in WWE. On Vern Gagne giving, giving him the Hulk up idea. <clears throat> Hogan says, then what happened is I went to Minnesota for three years and I really honed my craft. Vern Gagne actually taught me how to start shaking and Hulk up, and Vern actually taught me that, how to come up. He could coach me. Now you got to start shaking, and if someone hits you with a left pipe in the head, you act like it doesn't hurt you. When they drop kick you, you don't go down. When they hit you with four drop kicks, you just wobble. On other talent being angry about his no selling, Hogan says, it used to piss off all the other wrestlers because Vern told me to quit selling. I said, guys, it's not me, it's Vern. Vern's telling me not to do this. You know, you know it, and it was you know, and it was true. Vern didn't want me to sell. Once I did sell, he said, once you go down and sell, sell like you're a hundred pound. Sell like you're a hundred pound girl so you can get some sympathy. That's why when I finally, when I did finally sell, I start crawling around and that building would start rumbling, brother. It would, it would rumble so, it would rumble so loud. When I started selling, it went crazy. So I went, when I went back to WWE, I finally, finally learned my craft. I learned how to be Hulk Hogan. I was making all my shirts at the mall. I was ripping them off when I was there. So I, I had it figured out before I came back this time. So when I hit the ring against the Iron Sheik, it just took off and was the most fun time of all for me in the wrestling business because, like I said, it was the first time in the transition into the NWO. I always knew if it would let me be a bad guy again now that I had it figured out, I could be the best bad guy ever, the dirtiest, nastiest, most evil bad guy. And that, and then when the good guys came at me, I dropped down and begged like the biggest chicken ever, like Ray Stevens. I had a blast, but the first one with the red and yellow was the most fun. On working with Austin Idol, Hogan says, when I first started working in Pensacola, Florida, Austin Idol was there. He used to be a friend of my brother's before my brother passed away. I knew Idol as a kid, and he was really nice to me because he knew my brother really well. So when I went to work for, with him in Pensacola, I watched him, and he had the gimmick down, brother. He was the first one that I heard say Idol Mania, so guess what I did? Guess who was the first one I saw do the ear? It was Austin Idol. I saw Austin do it, so I kind of watched him work, and I said, okay, I get it. Austin Idol, Dusty Rhodes, I got this. I can figure this one out. So I kind of took the hot sauce from each one of those guys, 
you know, when I go down to, to sell and that one finger would come up, brother, you know, I'm selling and that one finger starts shaking. That's Dusty Rhodes all day long. On ripping his shirt off, Hogan says, I was in a six-man tag at the Rosemont Horizon, now the Allstate Arena, and the place was sold out, of course. It was me, Greg Gagne, and Jim Brunzel in the AWA. There were three sheiks against us three, and that night when I was in the ring, I had I had a shirt made up that said Hulkamani on the front and Python Power on the back at the local mall there, and in the middle of the ring, Greg Gagne and Jim Brunzel ran up to me and ripped my shirt off, just ripped it off. <clears throat> ripped it off me. I was in crazy shape back then. I was a lot younger and the crowd went nuts. I went, okay, that worked. I didn't even know how they were going to do it, so I just started ripping my shirt off after that, you know, but the cuts were in the back where my ex-wife, I used to buy smaller shirts the bigger I look right, so instead of buying like an extra large shirt, I, I'd buy a medium shirt and there's no way I could fit in it. So I cut the sleeves off so it made me look just, just as huge. Then because I didn't want to look like an idiot and some shirts are harder to rip, I always put a tiny cut in the neckline so it would tear when you pull it. Because sometimes you go to rip a shirt and you just can't do it and you look like an idiot. You know? I would cut a tiny rip in the front and my ex-wife would say, that shirt looks harbor on you. It's so tight. Is that a small? I'd go, no, it's a medium. Come on. She goes, let me make it a little better for you. So she, she cut the three little cuts in the back, which actually gave me room to breathe and open my shirt up a little bit more. But that's where all that stuff started. So, folks, there there you have it there about how a lot of things happened uh, during the early days, of course, of, uh, of Hulkamania right there, where he got the inspiration for so many of his legendary gimmicks. And it's good to see Hogan, of course, back into the WWE Hall of Fame, too. We talked about that here on numerous occasions here, of course, in the radio network. Uh, of course, <clears throat> Joseph Lee brings us, brings us some WWE news right here. As Becky Lynch goes on Twitter rant about her passion, Travis Brown may not be interested in a WWE career anymore. And Dasha to lose her cast soon. Becky Lynch unleashed a rant on Twitter directed to Charlotte Flair about her passion for the business. She turned on Charlotte at SummerSlam and has been attacking her ever since. <clears throat> uh, of course, her her uh, Twitter handle for Rebecca Quinn at Becky Lynch WWE typed this at 11:30 a.m. this morning. She says, "This is the SmackDown Women's Title." At Miss Charlotte WWE, I left home for this at 17. I broke ground for this in Japan and Europe. While you're playing volleyball and getting a tan, I have built my life around this. So you're daggone right. I'm coming for this, and you be better be ready. So, so like I said, folks, we could see something between Charlotte and Becky coming up here really soon, and I can't wait to uh, can't wait to see that myself. In an interview with TMZ, Travis Brown said that he isn't sure he's interested in a WWE career anymore. He said the following, I don't want to say no, but it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like it's in the cards at the moment. Let's see. Dasha Fuentes revealed on Instagram that she will be getting her cast removed soon. She had surgery earlier this month to repair an Achilles tendon injury. Dasha, let's see. Dasha Fuentes, WWE, uh, just, uh, posted a picture of her with a very sad face and a very nice-looking uh, swimsuit on, saying, 
this is just this is just me wishing I could go to the pool, LOL. And she says here about 13 hours ago, she said this Dasha Fuentes WWE on Instagram. At least Casty will be off next week. Hashtag Achilles rupture, hashtag Achilles recovery, hashtag summertime sadness, hashtag WWE, hashtag SD Live, hashtag 205 Live. So we'll, we'll just have to we'll be looking to see her coming back here really, really soon. Okay, let's see here. Uh, okay. Joseph Lee brings us this story here today. As as we have predicted here after what took place at SummerSlam, a WWE title rematch announced for Hell in a Cell. And before we go any further here, folks, let's go. And we, I do have to notice here that I notice a very particular insect has come into play here. Uh, she and, uh, and says on there, please go ahead and introduce me if you don't mind. I said, I will do that. And here she is right here, folks. The first 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. She's known as the, she's known as the Black Widow. Also, the uh, <clears throat> let's see, uh, the uh, First Lady of Professional Wrestling. She's also, of course, a big part of, of GFW main event. WWS Women's Revolution. Also, WWS Triple Threat Talk Radio. As well as all of our other shows here in the radio network. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's welcome her in now, right now. The M to the L to, to, to the D, the lovely, lovely Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds now joined us for 548 of Revolution. Uh, Michelle, welcome. Hello. Hello. And Michelle, so far, you are primarily the only one here other than me. <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, yeah, um, I think I think J.D., John, and Fonzie are, I'm with, of course, high school football kind of up, up in uh, – up and going. I think they've gone to because I think JD was going to start doing some announcing for some high school football, and also uh, uh, John and Fonzie. I think we're going to go see some games too. So, uh, so I've been here kind of a uh, kind of a uh, handling things solo here for the last little while. Uh, just reading a few little news stories right here. I was just reading here that uh, according to Joseph Lee of 411 Mania, WWE title rematch has been announced for Hell in a Cell. Let me bring in this story right here. WWE has announced that AJ Styles will defend the WWE title against Samoa Joe at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view on September 16th in the AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas. And we only so far have really have two matches for the card announced here so far. Of course, the, champ, the WWE title match between AJ and Samoa Joe and the mixed tag that was announced the, the other night, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella taking on The Miz and Maurice. Uh, and, and, folks, there we have it right there. There's some uh, news here making the rounds here. Uh, um, <clears throat> there's some of the news making the rounds right here, of course, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. Uh, well, MLD, I hope uh, your young son has had a very eventful week so far in school. Oh, it's been a week. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Right around my neck of the woods, it won't start up till Monday. Uh, but uh, uh, I did happen to read uh, last week that our high school football team, my, for my alma mater, uh, actually crushed a local school. Um, uh, I believe uh, 50, or, 50 or 60 some odd points to zero. Uh, so it's not the first time I've seen that happen. That see, my my alma mater is has always been a very 
very good football teams that they haven't been able just to get by a lot of a lot of the others a lot of the other schools here in recent memory but they've had a they've had an interesting record uh, so, uh, so uh let's see here uh well will if you will uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh, michelle this is something that i started with the guys last night on wolfpack and i wanted to i will i would while i have a few minutes while no one else is no one else is on the line i know ann popped on the live video chat and i think now the human suplex machine john gross has joined us on, on there which he, that means he might should be coming on here momentarily um what I was doing is I was using, of course, the roster that I have compiled so far from WWE 2K19. And mm. what I've been what I have been doing is is I is it do like a what if, if you think about it. That if you did if these wrestlers didn't if you if you did see these wrestlers in WWE, where else in your personal opinion would you think they should try to compete in? And I just named two different promotions for promotions that are no longer around and promotions that are around still around today. Of course, I WWE's of course I haven't I don't use WWE because they're already there, obviously. Uh, but um, I did I did some I did some interesting ones here with that. Um, and uh, I was going I was thinking about doing I was thinking about uh, doing that there. Uh, did you uh, have any? Uh, while, while I'm kind of looking, 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 looking that over, uh, have you had an opportunity to check out anything involving Impact Wrestling? If anything for what? I'm sorry. For Impact Wrestling, did you have anything that you wanted to talk about about Impact? Oh, um, actually, you know, this week, you know, Ann and I were talking about it uh, yesterday today oh hell i don't know what day of the week it is today um and it was a it was a pretty good show um i think the main event was you know definitely the best um sammy callahan you know took on pentagon jr again um in a uh mexican something another match i can't remember what the heck it was called um but it was pretty interesting. Um, see anything else? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, you know, I, I love I love it too because they've been doing these like clips of you know past shows, like way back, like you know beginning to now and stuff like that. So that was that's been pretty cool. Um, you know, team. You know, the Impact. They're really stepping the game up. You know, they're really getting they're getting some matches in there, obviously. And the crowd, I've noticed, has been a lot more hype and uh, here lately. And and you know, chanting Impact and this is awesome. Um, you know, just simple things that you know mean a lot, obviously, to the to the guys and gals that do that. Um, but you know, it's been it's been really really good shows lately. Um. Uh, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor, I mean, not Ring of Honor. Um, New Japan has been a lot of repeats, um, but they've been good ones. Um, there has been some that I haven't 
seen too. Um, Ring of Honor has been repeats, and Lucha Underground is all new. Um, and if anybody didn't see this week's Lucha, you got to go see it because the main event was Brian Cage versus uh, Pentagon Jr. And it got, uh, yeah, um, Pentagon Jr. broke both of Brian Cage's arms. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was it was a really good match, like really intense and uh, you know, the crowd for Lucha Underground is so different than anywhere else and that's why I like the variety and the you know, the 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 difference between WWE and all these other different ones. But um yeah, other than that, I mean impact, yeah, I mean like I'm really super glad that they're stepping their game up. Um I'm still trying to figure out who this killer cross dude is. I know him from somewhere. Or was on Impact before? He was just somebody different. I, I cannot place my finger on it for nothing. Um, but I'm going to figure it out. He's a he's a big dude, and he's uh he's back in Austin Aries now, helping him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean it, it's been yeah, it hasn't been too bad. I mean, of course, you know, there's some boring shit on there that I don't really care for because it's people that I don't really am not a fan of. So. But um, yeah, I, I they 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 definitely needed to step up. That's for sure. Indeed. Uh, are they? Because I know this is this is something I don't normally ask, but we don't talk. I know we need to. I tried to focus on talking about different aspects of all wrestling that that is still on the air here today. Uh, are they still filming it down there in Florida? Are they what? Are they still filming Impact down in Florida like it has been for a long time? Um, yes. They they are okay. Okay, because I never cause with with the fact that it's changed around frequently. Uh, yeah. I I just thought at at one point though they were doing kind of like what WWE was doing, and that was they were moving around from place to place. Uh, yeah, they're um, they're actually in Canada next week. So. Okay, so 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 they're not just so they're not just now just staying in one staying in one spot, but. Well, but they've technically, been in, they've been in Florida pretty much the whole month of August. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, because TNA, of course, started because it was that's where like it was there for a long time down there at. Uh, I think what was the Universal Studios down there in Orlando. Yeah. But, uh, but it's but it technically it's starting to do a lot more moving around here in recent memory. Um, of yeah. course, since it all all became known as simply Impact instead of uh, TNA and Global Force and about and uh, all that. Some people still call them either one. Um, but I mean, it's it's kind of hard to kind of really say a different name. The names are changed, but but people are just been so used to calling it one thing after another that you know you, it's kind of hard to keep up with all that. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, so uh, hmm. Here. Uh, let me see here. Well, while I was sitting here thinking here, let's try my little plan here, Michelle. I think you might get a kick out of that. And 
I do see coming in on the chat box now the human suplex machine, John Gross, is now joining us. Uh, he is, of course, one, part of the Raw Radio broadcast team every Monday afternoon right here on Talk Show, as well as the first 2016 Hall of Famer. Uh, John, uh, just looking in here tonight, John, welcome to episode 548 of Revolution, sir. You got me and the, and the Black Widow, Michelle and Dodds here with here tonight. Uh I'm going to start with the most recent list that I've done here, and I haven't updated this since the early part of the month. Uh, I'm just going to start with this one here, and I'll go down through some of the others here in just a few minutes. Uh, and this is just what if, Michelle. So, I mean, just like we do with the fancy matchups here. Uh, if Andre the Giant didn't compete in WWE, would you have loved to have seen him in either? Me just a minute here, and because I want, I want to think about this very, very good. ECW or Ring of Honor? Hmm. Um. I'd say ECW. And like I said, there's no wrong, there's no wrong answer to this. This is, this is this is everybody's opinion here on this. Uh. Well, another one here. I think you might. This man, I think you might find a little bit glorious. <laughs> Bobby Roode? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, of course, obviously, I'm not going to use TNA or Global Force because he was already there. Uh, if he wasn't in WWE, would you have loved to have seen him in Smoky Mountain Wrestling or WCCW? WCCW. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Let's try. I'm gonna skip around through some of these. I'm so some of these I think would be pretty much obvious. Uh, let's try, of course, one, your one of your personal favorites and mine. Of course, I'm sad he's no longer around. Latino Heat Eddie Guerrero. If, if he didn't, and of course, I won't use WCW or ECW because he was there. Also in Japan, he was there too, so I won't, I won't use those. Oh, but, man, you, know, you know where I would put him in Lucha. You know, well, like I said, if you've got one before I even say any choices, then yes, I have used, I have, I did use Lucha last night too. So that wouldn't be a bad idea either. So, so there you go. So yeah, you've I'll got definitely your, put him there. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's see another one. Uh, let's go with one of the ladies here. Um, Michelle, let's go with Ruby Riot, leader of the Riot Squad. Um, if she wasn't in WWE, would you put her put her in? Uh, and of course, if you have one before I even think of two choices, please feel free to throw out one if you'd like. Uh, while I'm sitting here thinking, no, 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 no. I think she would have been, been, been in WWE. You she would have been good where? ECW. ECW. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Her, right? I would agree with that. Uh, okay, this is going to be funny, and I know this is one you're not really crazy about, but like I said, this is all just for good fun anyway. The Rock. <laughs> uh, would you like? To <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure we're. I, oh, by the way, today is his dad's birthday. Rocky Johnson, this is birthday. Mm. Um, Soul Man. Uh, hey. 
Let me see. I haven't seen WCTW. Okay. Okay, yeah, he was, yeah. Okay. Uh, ooh, this is an interesting one. Trish Stratus. I'll let you George pick George Bedroom. Oh, hey! Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's not a bad choice. <laughs> uh, that's not a bad choice either, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Smoky Mountain Wrestling. I think they need a good, strong woman like that. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point there indeed. Uh, let me see here. Let me let me just. I'll, I'll, I'll just throw out some names and I'll let you choose them. How I make it? Let's let's do it that way. Uh, and you know some of the wrestling promotions from the past and present. Uh, let's let's for example say AJ Styles. Where would you? Where, he wasn't in, in my WWE. Bedroom. <laughs> there, 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 um, there you go. AJ. Styles. I would love to see AJ on Ring of Honor. Okay. Okay. Um, Alexa Bliss. Mm. Little Miss Bliss. Um, what do you think about what do you think about the pink sling she was wearing on Raw? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to say Ring of Honor, too. I, I, yeah, I don't know where else I put her. Okay. Well, all right. Hey, like I said, this is, this is your opinions, and all, all, all answers are correct here. So there you go. Uh, Alicia Fox, where would you put her? Oh, I love Alicia Fox. Um, excuse me. And that, um, <laughs> Alicia Fox. I would put her in WCCW. Okay. All right. Uh, Apollo Cruz. Worldwide. Um. Well, part of worldwide. Um. <clears throat> Apollo. Um, I think he'd be good at Ring of Honor. I think they need someone, you know, he's different because, you know, I mean, Ring of Honor has so many different people, so. Uh, uh, John just now informed me that the Empress Henry Rick and Bobcat did return back onto the video chat at ROH US. So, and welcome, my dear, to 548 Resolution. Uh, let me see. Okay, here's one, Michelle. I think you might, I think you might have a real good, uh, your thoughts on this, Oscar? <laughs> New Japan. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to ask you a ask a question. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Uh, this this one has surprised me ever since SummerSlam, but let me get your take on this, Becky Lynch. Oh God, I can't stand her. Um, she drives me crazy. Um, in the trash can. <laughs> Um, uh, let's see. AWA. I don't know. I don't know where I put her. Away the hell away from me. There you go. Yeah, well, there you go. And that's one I've been forgetting to mention too with AWA. So thank you for, yeah, there you go. Just like I said, 
It's wherever you want to put them, and, and it's your call here. You're you're assigning. You're, JD's this is, bedroom. There we go. You're. JD and yes, and JD's bedroom as well, but it's so his mom and dad don't go in there and peek. Uh, <laughs> 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 Because Michelle JD would be wearing the blue tutu to try to impress her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. Uh, okay, uh, Michelle, Big E of the New Day. I love Big E. I've always been a big, big fan of Big E. Um, you know, there again, I think ROH, I think they, they need big dudes like that. You know, they don't have him and Apollo. You know, they need, they don't have very many big guys. Did you happen to see the video that they did the other week when uh, it was right before the May Young Classic uh, was uh, brought up of him and Caitlin going back to a looking at a match? Yeah. In Summer, I think it was SummerSlam. It was 2013. I think it was. It was the one with Dolphin Caitlin versus yeah, AJ. Caitlin, she, she looks bad. I think. I don't think she looks very good. I think she got eliminated uh, from the term, from the tournament. I think that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> also, I also read that the finals of that main young class is going to be at the at this new all women's pay per view next month in October. I'm sorry, October. So I've got this is still August. I can't now. wait for that. Me either. I can't. I mean, the thing is, talking about the uh, of course one match that they've already started hyping up and talking about is Alexa Bliss taking on Trish Stratus. Well, they're going to make Trish break the other arm or something. I mean, she, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Um, but we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. I, I, I hope that, uh, I hope that they come up with some more good matches coming up for that pay-per-view. They, they better because, like I said, they as much as they've tried to hype this up. Uh, they might you have know, I mean, huge. I, of course they do. I mean, they're also talking about some of your Hall of Fame ladies coming back in to try to compete as well. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think Beth Phoenix was rumored to be won't come back and compete in this. Uh, I mean, she hasn't lost a step. Well, you saw that at the Royal Rumble in January. Mm-hmm. I thought she looked pretty good. Especially face up the Nia Jax. You saw that too, right? I mean, yeah, she, she squared up to her like she won't nothing. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, like I said she says, "Hey, you want a piece of this? Come on!" I mean, everybody was going gaga. Saying, "Oh yeah, see, that's the match they could do for the Evolution right there." You see, yeah. Nia Jax is if Nia Jax is back in time. I haven't heard when she's supposed to come back. I'm sure Jaden did up here. Did you see the picture of Braun and his girlfriend, Braun Strowman and his girlfriend? No, I have not. Yeah. Um, she's really pretty. Hey. I mean, not that he's ugly, because he's not. I think he's freaking adorable. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's she's um well endowed. I will say that, and um blonde. And um, yeah, I'm sure he has a lot of fun with her. Well, certainly. I, mean, I kind of like this, the tattoo that he sports of the of the outline in North Carolina. Have you seen that? His arm. Yep. Uh, that's that's a yep. sweet tattoo. I like. Now I'm not a big tattoo fanatic, but I like that one. I wouldn't put. Yeah. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't get one for me. All right, Michelle. This is one. I don't know if you want to do some heavy duty thinking on this one or not. Brock Lesnar. 
<laughs> um, oh, there'll be another one in my bedroom. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brock. Hmm. I'd like to see Brock go to NWA. Oh, that would that would be great. I, that would, yeah. and like the NWA is still around too. I mean, heck. That's one bet I don't think he's held yet. So, I mean, hey, I wouldn't mind seeing that myself. Um, okay, next up here, another female competitor there, Michelle, uh, Carmella. Oh, God. Back to fucking New Jersey where she belongs. Um, yeah. Smoky Mountain. Okay, all right. Well, there you go. All right. Next up here, Cesaro. Ooh, I love me some Cesaro. Um, yes, and not the Swiss chocolate either. Hey, okay. Cesaro. <laughs> um, you know he he he's so, he's so shit on in WWE. Um, I'm going to say. WCCW, I think he needs to go over and play with the big boys. Yeah, there you go. Imagine him going up against, if they were still alive, the Von Erics. That would be great. I love seeing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte is the next one, Michelle. Oh, I love Charlotte Flair. I have no idea. I love that girl. Um. I'd like to see her destroy the women in Ring of Honor because they suck ass. Sorry. I mean, heck, if her dad was in, her dad had a brief appearance in, then why not? Why not her? Yeah, I, I'm still pissed at Jay Lethal for for fucking making fun of Ric Flair like you did. Pissed me off. Well, of course, you also got to remember in TNA he did the same thing to Randy Savage. So I mean, uh, well, yeah, that's uh, true. What do you call himself? Black Machismo? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised I even remembered. Uh, um, next up here, I talk about this man all the time. And <clears throat> excuse me while, while, while I go get him over here. Come over this one second. <clears throat> MLD, if you will, this is the neck and dream, baby. Dusty Rose, where would you put me if I wasn't wrestling here? <laughs> 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 oh, I would I would keep Dusty for myself. Um, I love him. He's just a big teddy bear. He's just I really it, it makes me want to cry every time I think about Dusty. Uh, I agree. Dusty you know I love the Rhodes family. Everybody knows I love the Rhodes family. Um. Dusty, Dusty, WCCW. Yeah. He may have had an encounter or two in WCCW back in the day. Yeah, I, I don't think know. he did. I mean, Ric Flair did, I know, but I'm sure I think Dusty did, yeah. too. I think but, Dusty and Piper did. I think a lot of your legends, I think even Andre, of course, did. Um, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I mean, a lot of them that you know that you would think, okay, well, they were just known in WWE, but no, they, they, were, they were around anywhere else, too. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, next one here, Finn Balor. Where would you put him? Balor Club. Um, there you go. New Japan. 
perfect fit. Would you he keep the go name? Back there. Would you keep that name, or would you give him that name that he had? What he had before was it Prince Devitt? I think is what he had before. Mm-hmm. Or, they didn't shit on him there. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I tell you the truth though. I mean, he gave Corbin a good a good match at SummerSlam, and it was, and and I heard a lot of times. I've heard from a lot of people here, especially this week from JD JD and Fonzie, especially that that was nothing more than a squash. That wasn't even what, a match. Him being the, the Demon King. Yeah, between Baron Corbin and Finn Balor, it was nothing more than a squash. It wasn't that much. That well, yeah, I mean, I kind of have to agree because, like, you know, Finn Balor is a, a veteran of this, and he deserves, you know, a better feud and all that stuff. I, you know, I, I have to agree. I mean, it, it's been a very boring feud between those two, and it's like. Corbin just needs to, and I'm a fan of Baron Corbin. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think he's a, a an underdog, but um, yeah, I, I, I it is one of the most boring. <coughs> sorry, most boring feuds they've had recently. I don't like it. Was this was this a desperate move by WWE? In your opinion? Oh well, sure, yeah, because it's like. Well, we're gonna plug you here. We're gonna plug you there. Well, if you are not, if some of your stars aren't getting airtime, here's the thought: put them on SmackDown. There you go. Yeah, sure. I would agree. No, make SmackDown three hours if you got to. I mean, why not? I mean, I think it's right, right. But I mean, of course, we've heard them say here many, many times that you know, Raw is. Kind of suffering as, and that might be one reason why is because the three-hour format is becoming a little bit stale. Um, and I think JD says something to the effect that they're actually going to consider taking sometime next year. They're going to possibly put Raw back at two hours. I believe is what he said. Um, well, it kind of makes sense because when they had Raw at two hours, they were filling the card. You know, they were filling. You know, the show. Um, yeah. You know, but then again, it's like you know, you think back to like the 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 undisputed era, basically. Um, you know, Edge and Christian and all them, and and attitude. the difference between yes, attitude era. Thank you. Um, between that and now, and it's like I I miss the attitude era. I do. Not all of it, but most of it. Um, because we saw way too much of the Rock back then that, that was just enough that, no too much for me um i have respect for him i think he's a great actor i think he's funny as shit as an actor but i just don't like him in wrestling i just don't i don't know what the hell Absolutely. the point of my story was sorry chad oh um i just i, I hate seeing that ba- finn balor getting shit on because i love him and i think he's a superb performer and I just think that they, you know, slapped him in the face with here, okay, you know, you take him take a take Baron Corbin and run with it, you know, kind of thing. We're just gonna sit here and, you know, play with ourselves, whatever. I don't know. And, you know, while you're out there doing this and people are getting bored with you and you know, your fanship's gonna go down. And that's another thing that, you know, pisses me off. 
is that you see here lately he's been coming out as Finn Balor himself. But I knew at SummerSlam he was going to be the Demon King. I knew it. I read it somewhere. And you see the different reaction that he got. All right. I agree. You know, I definitely agree. I mean, I mean, they're only saving. They're they're only wanting apparently from what it sounds like to me, because I haven't seen. Of course, he hadn't done that in in ages, obviously. Um, but uh, a year. And they're all they're saving it for the they're saving it for the for for the big events. They're saving it for the big events because I mean yeah. they they don't want to see they don't want to see him wasted unless like I said this was. His call to make, or what I mean, obviously it'd be WWE's call to make, but I mean, <sighs> you know, it's so funny because like you watch Finn Balor wrestle, and then you watch him when he's his alter ego of the Demon King. He really brings the heat when he's the Demon King. I mean, he's on fire with that shit. Sure. But I don't know. Sure. And also, I mentioned. I mentioned how WWE is desperate to try to keep going here with everything else going on here, surpassing them in the ratings and everything like that. The movie that was made about making Baron Corbin the acting GM, was that another desperate move in your personal opinion? Um, yes. And, and I, what I have read today was that um, because of his discrepancies and running his mouth and, you know, not making good matches, according to what I read, um, per Vince McMahon, he demoted him to cadet. So there's going to be someone else as general manager. Me. Oh, hell. Oh, crap. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, the Iceman Jerry Como, 2015 and 17. And also part of the team that brings you all radio every Monday afternoon right here on Twitter.com. Let's welcome JDN right now to episode 548 of Revolution. Good evening there, JD. Hello, everyone. I'm Hello. back. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm all right. You sound positive tonight. What's that? Oh, what? hug. You sound positive tonight. Do you need a hug? Oh, Lord, there you go. <laughs> Do you need an F5? <laughs> Embrace your inner hug, Michelle. You know you want to. Oh, J.D., shut it. When my hand goes <laughs> up, your mouth goes shut. <laughs> That's all right. I don't have a set of brass knocks, however. What? Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. But other than I'm doing real well, guys. I can safely say my boys won and I 42 to 7. It was a massacre. Oh, crap. Uh, my goodness, indeed. But it was a good um, first night of high school ball. I'll tell you what, though. It was a perfect night for a game. I mean, no rain. I'm like Hawaii, and I'll tell you what. That's crazy. Three feet of rain in Hawaii. Fuck that. <laughs> I know. No, thank you. I... No, thank you. You must the Hawaii mask. It's all this water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But definitely say prayers for those people. I mean, that's just, that's terrible. That's terrible. It is. It really is. And let's take a little bit of a breather here. What we're talking about here. Just to mention one quick non-resident thing before we get back to what we were doing here. I did mention this to JD earlier today. Um, Michelle, I don't know if you heard about this or not. We lost Robin B. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, We lost Robin Robin Leach. <gasps> no. 
Yeah, he passed died away this morning. 1.50 a.m. he died in, in Las Vegas. His birthday was this next week. I am Robin Leach. He was a reporter I'm, or whatever. I'm Robin Leach. Lifestyles I'm of the Robin Leach and welcome to the Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was seventy six. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, his, his, yeah. birthday would have been, his birthday would have been this recent. Oh, that's terrible. See, they said back in back in November of last year he suffered a stroke while vacationing in Cabo San Lucas. And they flew him back to Vegas and he did a little bit more work here and there. Um of course, um he was for a local paper there in Las Vegas. But then, uh, sadly, he, uh, like I said, he, sadly, he, uh, he, he, uh, he passed out, uh, uh, he passed away, passed out, passed away early this morning, like at one fifty a.m., I believe their local time. Uh, Which is about five a.m. here. So, so about, well, about, about probably three hours from here, I think. That's what I said, about almost five a.m. here, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. And of course, I, if you were, uh, but uh, um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, and of course, as you know, of course, I read the wrestling connection. Of course, Michelle, if you remember, he was the one that uh, he read the proclamation at WrestleMania oh, when, they, when they did the when they did the the WWF. WWF Title tournament at WrestleMania four back in nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Champagne wishes and caviar dreams. <laughs> I miss. I, I I was. But uh, but that was yeah. I just I read that it, it came through uh, an app where I have a warm up. Local TV stations here. No, that's where I first heard about it. Man, that was shocking. Uh, that, while, J, while JD stepped away, let me take her one more time to show that we'll do a little bit more of this. What we, what, or what we've been doing, and plus that too. So like that. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. Episode five forty eight of Revolution, Friday, August twenty fourth, two thousand eighteen. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman, Jared, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the Empress, Anne-Marie Rickenback. Monty well, said he'll be on in a few minutes. And, we, and we'll look like we'll get to hear from the Fonz as well. Uh, of course, he's wearing his leather jacket. He's going to say, hey. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Amy, Michelle, let's go ahead and do a little bit more of this right here. Um, and of course, JD, as you know, we're doing the thing here with the what ifs, but now I've that's fine. I can sit out though. Well, I, I, I changed it around. Oh, you did okay. Well, I said instead of just being naming to them, I just let you decide where you think okay. they would have been. Great. Okay, uh, and then Michelle, we'll start back off with you. I'll go to JD next. Um, uh, Jeff Hardy. Ooh. Um, Lucha Underground. I would excellent choice. Excellent choice. JD, what do you think? Jeff Hardy. Is it between Lucha Underground and where? No, 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 no. You, you, you are going to name where you think. I don't. I'm not. Oh, going to do okay. That. Jeff Hardy. I'm going to say. I think Ring of Honor would be good for him. I really do. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, next, and uh, John, did you? John, John actually agrees with Michelle. She he should go to Lucha. Okay, John, you can come in on this too. Okay, <laughs> Michelle, this is gonna be this next one's gonna be pretty interesting. John Cena. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, and he doesn't kick out well, of it. Well, he's not Nikki Bella's bedroom anymore. We know that. Um, <laughs> John Cena. Ooh. Um, AWA. I don't know. Okay. All right, JD, what do you think? I'm going to say, however, that would be, however, in uh, TNA Impact. But then he threatened one time don't, to go don't there. Don't do that to me, JD. I'm sorry. Did he, but, 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 but did he threaten to go there one time? I thought he did. Yeah. yeah. That, that was when I think Triple H came out there and took and relieved Vince McMahon of all of his duties. Relieved yeah. duties. Oh my God. Bad combat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, next up here, uh, uh, Michelle. Let's. Oh, John. What do What do you think here? I'm sorry, I forgot to ask you. John Cena, where would you put uh, John's going to stick around for a few more minutes before he goes for the evening. Okay. Yeah, John, I I, I know what WWF stands for. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean... That can only mean one thing, ladies and gentlemen. And he is, of course, a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. And also, of course, a raw radio contributor. Also, of course, known as a heartbreak kid here in the radio network circles. And, of course, also, if you think of his nickname, you got to go back to that 66. I'm happy days where, of course, one of the big-time characters went a little something just like this. He went, hey. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh... It is indeed the one and the only, the Fonz. Fonzie here has now made it on to 548 of Revolution. Fonzie, welcome to you as well, sir. How are you doing, Jared? Hi, Michelle. Hello. Okay. Um, John, where would you put John Cena at? In the dumpster. Actually, John says he would put John Cena in Ring of Honor. Damn it, John. Don't do that to me. Damn it. Fonzie, what we're doing is we're doing like what we were doing last night, but instead of me picking two, giving you two choices, I'm letting you pick your own to make it easier. Um, so if you want you want to take on this, you want where would you put John Cena if he didn't wrestle in WWE? Um, I I want to say something funny, but I can't. I like to see him uh, be a waiter boy, busboy, in the restaurant. <laughs> Ooh, that's the ultimate low blow right there, folks. Uh, well, well, Fonzie, you can say whatever you want to. If you want to say that, then you're welcome to the busboy wrestling Federation. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, not bad, Fonz. I like that. Um, <clears throat> oh, sorry. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was drinking by drinking diet, Doctor Uh, uh, 
Okay, uh, next up here, Michelle, the next pick is new mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, Kane. Ooh, Kane, ooh, Kane, ooh, Kane. Um, I don't know why the hell I'm saying his name like that. Um, Kane, let's see. Uh, I'm, I think ECW. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. JD, where do you think? I say ECW too. Yes. Uh, John, where do you think? John says ECW. What do you think, Fonz? Mayor King. <laughs> I'm your mayor. King. We are a nice policy guy. Where was it? Mayor Kane. Right. But where would what where would you like to see him compete in? None. I didn't say compete. I think he will be a mayor. He won't compete. Oh. So okay, so he's gonna so, so okay. Fonzo, Fonzo, your answer is he's not gonna wrestle, he's just gonna do the mayor. My okay. name is Kane. Yep. And I am a Rudy Poe candy ass. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, next up here on, on the list here. Uh, Michelle, where, where would you put Kofi Kingston? Oh, Kofi. I love Kofi. Um, Lucha. That's a good pick. JD, what do you think? I would say Lucha, too. Yeah. Sounds right. Okay. Uh, John, uh, your thoughts here? Uh, Fonzie, what do you think as well about Kofi Kingston? Where would you like to see him wrestle? I would agree with Michelle and JD, but he'll still make his bootios and pancakes for everybody. John also... <laughs> It's a it's a it's a four way agreement right here, folks. I'll say that Kofi should be in uh, Lucha. <clears throat> yeah, the masked booty. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, Michelle, another female. <laughs> okay, oh, okay, that that was terrible. Anyway, uh, next up, Michelle, another female competitor, Lana. Lana. Yes. Uh... Hmm. I yeah. Um, WCCW. I don't know. Okay. JD, where do you think Lana? Where would you put her? ECW. All right, John Fonzie, where would you put Lana? Lana. Lana. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Yes. <laughs> John, uh, come on, JD. You gotta laugh too. I'm gonna say something really funny. Too. Go for it. She'll uh, be dancing. <laughs> She'll be dancing a club erotica naked. How about that? Swing. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think John agrees? John, do you agree with Michelle or do you agree with JD? Michelle said WCCW. 
And Jay well, I was just saying, uh, I wanted to say something funny. That's why, like, but, uh, yeah, ECW, but I think she'll be in the Club Veronica swinging from the ceiling naked. Whoa! There you go. Okay. <laughs> Next up here, uh, Michelle, we'll start with you again. Uh, Matt Hardy, where would you put him? Well, actually, nowhere, because he's kind of retired right now. Retired-ish. But um, if he had to, uh, Lucha, definitely. Okay, so as long as you put the Hardy boys in uh, Lucha, that would be good. That's a good call. Uh, <clears throat> J.D., what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say WWE still, but in, in an agent role. Okay. Uh, John says Lucha. And Fonzie, what do you think? Matt Hardy. Uh, Matt, Matty, Matty. Uh, EC Dub. Okay. All right, there you go. All right, next up here, Michelle, where would you put Naomi? <laughs> oh, um... I want to say impact. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. What do you think, JD? Naomi. I'll say the same. Okay. John, Fonzie, what do you think? Naomi, where would you like to see her wrestle? Uh, impact. That is good. John said WCCW. Okay. Next up here. Ooh, this is a good one, Michelle. What about Nia Jax? No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. Let's see. Let's think about that for a second. I think she would do really good on Impact. Yes, I. You know what? That's a that's a good that's a good that's a good choice. Uh, JD Nia Jax, what do you think? Where would you put her? I'll agree. I will agree. John says he might want to see he would want to see Nia in ECW so she can destroy the competition. And uh, John says the last one he's going to do because he's getting ready to leave for the evening. So he said, "Wishing everyone here a very good night." And we'll talk to him, of course, next week. Of course, on uh, <clears throat> of course, starting with uh, Raw Radio. So, John, thank you very much for being here. And, and Michelle, what a belch. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, Nick. Uh, Fonzie, Nia Jax, what do you think, bud? Sorry about that. Who would you pick? You'll be married to Fonzie. How about that? I like that. That's good. Uh, if she was not in the WWE, I think she would be NXT. She would be back in NXT. Yeah. Yes, yeah, no, I didn't use either. I might need to use that one too. Okay. And Michelle brought up a good one too. She said NWA earlier on a couple, so I might need to start using that as well. Uh, <clears throat> and also, I'm getting more inspiration for more trivia championship belts, guys. So be looking for the on the horizon for some more new ones. 
and I'll, there's something I got to talk about about that here in a few minutes. And Michelle, I know you probably are already itching to hear this. Uh, the next one here, Michelle, Nikki Bella. Where would you put her? <laughs> oh, I love Nikki. Um, not in John Cena's bedroom. Um, no. Nikki. It'll be in my bedroom. It's free. <laughs> It'll be twin magic all night long. Oh, and they'll be playing Look What You Can't Touch. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, my fucking God. Anyway. I'm... NWA. Oh, that's a good one. J.D., what do you think? Nikki Bella. And no, JD, I mean, not in your bedroom. Now stop it. <laughs> damn it. I wanted her in my bed. Um, Look, asshole, uh, I sent you Becky Lynch earlier. Hey, there you go. Right. And, 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 and I'll tell you what, I like the Becky Lynch attitude. I'm liking it more and more. I'm telling you, I dig it. Um, I'm going to say, you know what, I'm going to say impact for her. I'm going to go impact with her. Okay. We think By the Ponzi way, I trust you guys heard that AJ and Joe are going to be fighting in Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Actually, actually, I announced that off of 411 Mania earlier. I did the news and the Okay. Experiment. Yep. And then yeah. I know TNA's viewership went up a little bit this week from 210,000 to 212,000, despite Fox's NFL Week preseason game did 6.6 million last night in that 5 nothing baseball score. Oh, JD, while we're on here, I know that they're having. A pre uh, game on tonight between the Panthers and the Patriots. Can you check on that score for me before we go? Yeah, uh, your boys actually beat uh, New England 2514. Find me, yes. <laughs> Tom Brady had 1218. Yeah, Tom Brady shit the bed tonight. Yeah, Cam had a good night. 11-17, 142. Uh, I guess it's yeah, Christian McCaffrey, 12 carries, 48 yards. Curtis Samuel, 3 catches, 58 yards. But, yeah, uh, Carolina was up 9-3 at halftime. And hey, J.D., you want to hear something outscored funny? Carolina, uh, New England, 69. Hmm. Okay, listen. I saw them in Sports Illustrated. Yep. Okay? Yep. <laughs> You're going to laugh at this, okay? Mm-hmm. The Steelers beat the Chargers, okay? Yeah. They're the number two seed, okay? What is it? They're the number two seed. So they get the – them in New England and the Steelers are get the first run by, okay? Oh, they made their regular yeah. season prediction. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, listen. So we played New England in a championship game, okay? Steelers yeah. beat New England, okay? Here's something and, funny. In the NFC, we're going to play – Atlantic Falcons in the Super Bowl. Atlanta Falcons. And it's funny. And it's funny you mentioned the Falcons. Yeah, and it's funny because you you mentioned the Falcons. I think they have the Super Bowl this year, don't they? Yeah, Yeah. they're gonna they're gonna play us in the Super Bowl. Well, we'll see what happens. But like I said, yeah, it was a good night for your boys there, Chad. And like I said, they are they're already up to a three zero preseason. But next Thursday, you boys come up here to Pittsburgh. Uh, okay, well, we'll, you're not going to we'll, keep we'll, them starting. So we'll, 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 we'll pay attention to that. 
Michelle, they're going to have hands full. They're going to have the. They're going to have a little bit of a tough time tomorrow with the tins, if you will. The Titans are going to give them a game, I think, tomorrow. But hey, I will yeah, be at MLD. You don't mind MLD? You mind coming check out my left hand? I think I heard it. <sighs> Darn. Oh, Neville's what? not under contract with WWE anymore. Who? What? Yeah, I'm reading this on 4 Mania right now. It says, according to Jeremy Thomas. Neville's contract is no longer is no longer on contract with WWE anymore, according to Pro Wrestling Sheet. Uh, there's no word on the details, so specifically when the contract came to an end, and thus there's no word if he's under a no complete clause at this time. That sucks. Huh. It is. It does. And well, then I had Michelle. heard. Uh, sorry. And then I had also heard apparently, and I know you probably heard about this, Michelle. There is talk now they might be having Nikki Bell versus Ronda at the Evolution pay per view. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, and also, we uh, we were talking about that here earlier, JD, Michelle, and I about that pay per view. And uh, uh, of course, there's a lot of interesting matchups here. We definitely like seeing one. We actually mentioned was was inspired by the face off that they had at the Royal Rumble earlier this year. I personally would love to see this match: Nia Jax versus Beth Phoenix. Yeah, I, I think I, th- I think that I think that'd be a great match. Two big powerhouses like that. Yeah, I definitely want to see that. That would be entertaining. Indeed. And Michelle, let me go back here. I think, uh, um, uh, and I think, Fonzie, you did make your pick on Nikki Bella, right? On that. Um, no. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Who'd you pick? Where would you see? What would you like to see Nikki Bella competing in, by the way? Oh, by the way, Tuesday, guys, you might want to check out uh, 30 Years of SummerSlam on DVD. We'll, we'll definitely take a look at that. All right, what do you say, Fonz? What, what you got? Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was asking Fonzie, but he didn't choose Nikki Bella yet, uh, where he, she should compete at. Not in JD's bed, though, that's for sure. <laughs> I have no swing magic tonight. Well, 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 at least you can show your shamrock. I like to see her. Seriously, I would have loved to see her in the Playboy magazine. Oh my God! (laughs) Hey, do you guys remember the song? And Chad, I think you remembered the song. I like to teach the world in perfect harmony. I, they be singing that all night. How they be singing that all night? How are when Nikki and Bree are done with me? Uh, yeah, you came off of either a Coca Cola commercial or a candy commercial a few years ago. Yeah. Oh my Coke. God. <laughs> yeah. What was the what was the Coke saying back in the day? They used to have, however, uh, uh, Coke and a smile. Yeah, they'd be a Coke and a smile, all right. Yeah, and, and JD, I don't know if you heard me or not, no, but we were saying Becky Lynch earlier, but I, th- I thought you might want to show her your shamrock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, Michelle, this is this is one you're going to you're, you're going to get a kick out of. This. You're going to love this. Who, where would you like to place Randy Orton? My bedroom. Mm. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, 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 
the Viper. Yeah, my bedroom. Yes, yes. Uh, and you'd be hearing voices in your head all night long. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, you know, I. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Ring of Honor. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, I like to see that. Yeah, absolutely. JD, Randy Orton, what do you think, but I definitely think Ring of Honor would be a good fit, Sam. No doubt. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, Randy Orton, where would you put Randy Orton? At? <laughs> In Michelle's bed, the Black yeah. Widow versus the Snake Viper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes and all night long. Nice. Honestly, I would have loved to see RKO, Randy Orton. Maybe a bartender. Maybe. He he's Bar- like he's like uh one of those, you know, uh, what's it called? Not a bartender. Uh, the security dudes. Like the, the bouncer. The bouncer. bouncer, yeah, that's it. Yeah, bouncer in a nightclub. He'll be destroyed because, because he would destroy everybody, give it RKO to anyone that is talking smack, can't get in. Yeah. Wasn't he one of, yeah, wasn't he one of those guy wasn't he one of those guys that did that before he got into wrestling? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was also in the military too. That's how we oh I I remember the military. Yeah, the Viper okay. was loose then. Uh, yeah. By the so way, Michelle, I don't be loose in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're I don't know if Caleb uh, I'm sure is busy with school and everything, so I don't know if you had a chance to play any Game, yeah, he's getting games on his app on his smartphone. How is Kale game. doing, Michelle? Uh, okay, he's good, good, excellent. Um, there's, of course, oh. yeah, I'm sure you've heard of, you've heard of the game called WWE Champions. Um, oh, yeah, he has all that stuff. Okay, well, I'm sure he probably hadn't told you this already because I was actually looking at this earlier because I was going through, so I haven't played the game in a while. I was updating a few things. Guess who they're going to have for a couple of days as a character you might be able to buy and use. And you're going to Thank flip on a Kevin Nash in Wolfpack gear. Ooh, big sexy motherfucker. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Including the black t-shirt with the red NWO logo right there on the front of it, right there. Ooh, for two days. For two days. You got to help him get that character on that game if you want to see that. Did you guys see the new NWO promo with Hulk Hogan and character? However, in the black and white, the NWO t-shirt is pretty sweet. I posted that on Gerard's page, by the way. Yeah, I saw that this morning. I thought that was pretty sweet. I was thinking of him this morning and you guys about it, too, when I saw it. I said, first thing that came to mind was Gerard looking at that and thinking, he's going to love that. And then I was thinking of you guys next. I said, that is pretty sweet. It is. I mean, that would be awesome there, too. Of course, I like what they did. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Actually, you know what? Not anymore. Oh, crap. This is cool. Sunday night, guys, out my neck of the woods. Fonzie, you might know the place, too. Uh, Gerbils and Cranberry. D. Snyder coming to town. Sweet. 
Dee Snyder's coming to my hometown this at the Gerbils is- Bar and. Uh, in Warrendale, Pennsylvania, which is about 20 minutes, 15 minutes away from my house. Tickets are already sold out for the damn show. I would love to see that act on Sunday night. That'd be awesome. Let's do three more a piece here, guys. We call it an evening here, uh, and all three of these are all three of these are legends, uh, wrestling legends, by the way. So it'd be interesting to see what we these guys. Uh, Michelle, uh, not bad, Michelle. Um, next one here, Michelle. Ooh, oh yeah. Your man, Randy Savage, is slipping to a slim gym. Oh, yeah. yeah, with a cup of coffee. Oh yeah. Well, if, if my if my mom was out here, she would say in her bedroom. I'm sure. Um. Mama dies. Yes. Mama dies. She is. She is a huge Randy Savage fan. Um, Randy Savage. Hmm. You still like Rick Rude, by the way? You told me she liked. Oh dear Rude, God, so. yes. Yes. Okay. Any JD? Is there a DVD? Is there been a DVD made out about Rick Rude? No, not yet. They were supposed to, however, but hopefully next year they put one out. Some of his greatest moments. I, I would love to see that. I mean, you could put oh. stuff from the Dangerous Alliance, ECW, WWE. In fact, talking about Rick Rude, I was watching the old Barely Legal pay per view today, however, and I saw the match with Shane Douglas and uh, Pitbull too. And I remember when Rude showed up in ECW. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Michelle, where would you put Randy Savage? Um, I, I would say Impact to spice it up. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he may have visited there before. He wasn't in there that long, but I mean, he was. No, yeah, he wasn't. I, but I mean. Because he made his return to help Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles against, oh, son of a bitch. I just said it in my head. Jeff Jarrett. Uh, yeah, Jeff, other... Jeff Jarrett. Huh? Yeah, a couple other guys. I, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that shit like it was yesterday. Um, JD, where would you put <laughs> I think with Rude, you got to put him in impact because uh, he'd be giving some of the knockouts to Rude Awakening in a no, big not way. No, Rude, Randy Savage. Randy oh, Randy Savage. Savage. Sorry, Randy Savage. Um, I would say Savage would be... I would put him in world class. I mean, he could go up against Kevin, the Von Air clan and the Freebirds. Yeah, I think it'd be entertaining. That would be very entertaining to watch him. Ponzi, where would you want to put Randy Savage at? Back to WCW when he started. There you go. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, all right. Next up here, uh, Michelle Ray Mysterio. Where would you put him? Um, New Japan. That's a good pick. That's a very good pick. He's a New Japan. You're kidding. Huh, I did not know that. He's been in New Japan for a while. Well, I did not know that. Huh. Well, they don't, I don't think they get enough airtime over there, but when they, when they do, he he does, you know, he does a really good job. Okay. JD, uh, Rey Mysterio, where would you put him? I'm going to go Lucha. You put him, wasn't he in Lucha for a short time? 
Yeah, a very short time. Very short time. And I know Lucha's talking about with I know with uh, they got these guys already in the group, power like Penix and Pentagon, and they're still talking about uh, bringing them into WWE or Impact. Are you talking about Phoenix? Yeah, I said Phoenix and Pentagon Junior. I couldn't remember his name. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're brothers in real life. Yes, and I've heard good things about Phoenix. I, I've heard really good things about him. Um, He is a badass mother humper, yes. And he is a he's phenomenal. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you, if the WWE wants to start that cruiserweight, you keep that cruiserweight division going, you bring those guys in, they'll light it up against guys like Murphy. Yeah, East. no shit. That's what they need. That's the spark. Absolutely. Bonzi, what do you think? Where would you put Rey Mysterio in? Uh, Mexican. Lucha. Lucha. Lucha, Lucha. And one more here. This is going to be very interesting where we put this gentleman uh, right here. Sorry. And not, not, and well, along with that belt, by the way, too. That's very interesting. <laughs> Woo! Where would you put him? Oh shit! Um, I mean, Dan, there's plenty of places you could put him, and they'd love to have him. But I'm going to go with world class. Yeah, some appearances, I think, and we talked about that too. Yeah. Uh, JD, where would you put Ric Flair? I say world class too. Okay, and Fonz, you're the last one to choose. The Nature Boy, where would you put him? The Nature Boy. Stalin and pro Stalin. I can see him be uh, um, <laughs> a limo driver for real. Because he can style and profile. Woo! <laughs> and at the same yeah, time, you can see, take the girl. I, I can see him be a, a, a limo driver. Seriously. He's, he's a good. I agree with that. I definitely agree. Let me use the old ash term here, guys. Are we not doing it anymore? Michelle and Dot, let me tell you something, girl. It's the nature boy, and I'm ready to take you out on the town. Whoa! Y'all want to do a few more? We we can can do this some more. more. I'm good. I'm game. JD, don't say that you're gay, okay? I know you're gay. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm By the way, Chad, did you get that song I sent to you from last night? Oh, God, yes. Oh, God. Michelle, you got to hear this, though. Last <laughs> night, we were talking about this one song that, that's on one of the radio stations here in Pittsburgh. It used it was called Show Me Your Beaver. <laughs> uh, beaver, as in a beaver that chews wood, beaver? Uh, the other term, let's mind. just say... <laughs> but it's a funny child. song, though. It's a funny song. It's a funny song. Let's just say that. It's an amusing I mean, song. If, if I were to show my yeah. yuha, yeah. Michelle, all, it's on my wall. But they're talking huh? about they're they're talking about a kid. Yeah, there's a town in Pennsylvania called Beaver, and we got into a big discussion about oh. it last night. That was pretty damn yeah. funny. Yeah, my high school lost a beaver. JD, it's a county, oh, and it's a county too. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Stop talking Ow. about. Ow. 
don't want to hear about you. <laughs> Put your beaver back in your pants. <laughs> okay. All right, Michelle. Sorry about that. This my apologies. Uh, next up here, another legend here, Michelle. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Where would you put him? Ooh, New Japan. Yes, I agree. JD? Impact. Oh, Are you? Okay. I think if you want okay, the bigger baby fight. faces there, yeah, you can go up against guys like Austin Aries and those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fonzie? Ricky Steamboat, where would you put him? AWA? Okay. Hey. Nice. That's, that's where he started from. Yeah, that's where he started. You're right with the Vern Gardner School. You're right. Good call. I like yeah. that one. That's, that is, yeah, like I said, that's another one I, mean, I, I was forgetting to say, too, was AWA. And Michelle kind of helped me out with that. Thank you, Brett. MLD, I do thank you for reminding me of some of these that I've forgotten. Whoops. Oh, yes. Whoops. Okay. Next up here, and Michelle is going to kill over when I say this next name. Rowdy Roddy. Piper. Oh, the hot Scott. I love him. God, I love him. Um, I'm gonna say world class. Okay, you have a good choice. JD Roddy Piper. Mid Atlantic. Ooh, that is a good one. Oh, yeah. he, was, he always had those battles with Valentine. Uh, Fonzie Roddy Piper. And you can put him all over the place. Yeah, you can put him uh, on a TV show with a coconut and smack him somebody in the forehead. You know? Um, sure. I'm going to say... I'm going to say WCW. That's where he originally started from. Right, J.D.? Yeah, in mid Atlantic Territory. Yeah, NWA. Yeah, that's why I have him. Yeah. Uh, next one here, and Michelle might be too crazy about this person, but we'll, we're, we're, we're just going, this is just a what if, anyways. So we're just having some fun here. Michelle, the new Raw Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey. Oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah, I, um, I agree with you. <laughs> now. I would. Yeah, fudge. Um, Smoky Mountain. Oh, that'd be good. I like that. I might hype up Smoky Mountain a little bit. JD, what do you think? Ronda Rousey, where would you put her? I'm going to say... Hmm, that's tough. Let me Come back to me. I might need a minute here to think on that one. JD, Fonzie, what do you think? Ronda Rousey, where would you put her? The baddest. The baddest redhead bitch in the in the world. Love her. I know Michelle Dome, but I like her. UFC. You put her back in UFC. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, I got mine. Okay, there you go. Right, go ahead, JD, please. I'm gonna say world class. That's a good one. Oh. Because she can compete with the precious and the uh, sunshines in that. That'll be pretty good with her. I think world class would be good for her. Uh, imagine her against the late sensational Sherry Martell. Oh, God. Yes. That, 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 that would be a money few there. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it would. Yes, uh, Michelle, Rusev. Where would you put Rusev? Um, I love Rusev now. 
I've become, I have learned to like him a lot more here lately because of that idiot that he keeps fighting. Um, Rusev. Um, I'm going to say Ring of Honor. Oh, that'd be good. That's a good pick. Nadine, Rusev, where would you put him? Uh, I'm going to say, well, he came from NXT. I don't see him coming back to NXT. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb. I will say, yeah, why not? I'll say really you're saying NXT? Yeah. I'll say okay. he goes back to NXT and does a pretty good job of it. Yeah. Fonzie, where would you put Rusev? Crush. Um. Yeah. Uh, he'll be a president of uh, freaking Russia. <laughs> yeah, oh, true. Good point. Good point. So you would, you would you would put him in the non wrestling role. You would put him in uh you would okay. Hmm. Yeah. You have, you have to take that. All right. Uh, next up here, uh, Michelle, who where would you put Sasha Banks? Oh jeez. In in a in a trash bag in the nearest river. <laughs> <laughs> in a van down by the river. <laughs> um, Go <Yeah>. your beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Fonzie, oh, not right now. Maybe later. <laughs> yeah, maybe later. Okay. okay. Uh, Michelle, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm a little now. Oh, gosh. Wow. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to put a ring of honor so I at least can give her a little taste of what it's really like. Oh, that's a good, oh, good choice. J.D., I will do the same. Yeah, I'll go for the same. Lonzy, where would you put Sasha Banks? <laughs> besides, your, besides your bedroom. <laughs> Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Are we, I don't, I'm going to agree with Michelle and uh, J.D. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, next up here, guys. And this one will be a very interesting. Okay, I don't want to stop talking about you playing beaver. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to know about the beaver. <laughs> Just oh, leave it. Oh, jeez, God. Never mind. Okay. All right, Michelle. The next one here, Seth Rollins. Ooh, in my bedroom. In my bedroom. In my bedroom. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um. You would burn it down and then. Oh, I would burn him. Yeah, anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking Rollins. Um, no, I like to put him in the Lucha. I want to put him in Lucha. Okay. All right. JD, where would you put Seth Rollins? 
I'm going to say, uh, I'd say Ring of Honor. I really would. Yeah. Uh, Fonzie, Seth Rollins, where would you put him? Uh... <laughs> Maybe in Michelle's bed? I don't know. Okay. Well, well you, 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 okay. Well, good choice. Good, yes. Very good choice. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's freaking rolling. I love it's, him. He's my it's Michelle tested and Dodds approved. Hey, all right. Okay. Hey. <laughs> yeah. All right, next one here, uh, Michelle Sin Cara. Oh, definitely Lucha. Maybe. Same. You say Fonzie Sin Cara. Same. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next up here, Michelle. The game Triple H. Ooh, my bedroom. Yeah, my bedroom. Um, the game. Um, I'm gonna say NXT. I mean, that's where he's at anyways half the damn time. So you know. Oh, okay. Okay. AD Triple H. Where would you put him? I would say uh, NXT as well, yeah. Fonzie, Triple H. Oh, I'm going to say the same. Okay, all right. Uh, ooh, this, this all be very interesting right here. Michelle, where, where, where would you put the under? I what the hell is that? Fonzie, Fonzie. My fault. My fault. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. Michelle, the Undertaker. Where would you put him? Oh, Undertaker. Uh, 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 uh. World class. Okay, but would you, would this be the Undertaker as we know him today, or would it be the Biker Undertaker? Um, I'd have to say the one today. The Biker Taker, I would put somewhere else. Okay. Let's go ahead and ask you about. Let's go, I'll go ahead and ask you all about these two right now then. You, you you said you said uh, the Undertaker of today. You would put him where, Michelle? By the way, world class. Where would you put the bike? The biker. The biker. I would put in. Hmm. Um, I'd have to say impact. Oh, okay. Now, JD, you get to, you get to make two choices right here. Where would you put the Undertaker? All right, Biker goes into I would say, uh, I would say the Biker Taker stays in WWE. And what was the other one? Undertaker as we know him today. I'm gonna say world class. Okay, Fonzie, two choices right here, bud. Where would you put the Undertaker as we know him today, and where would you put the Undertaker when he was doing the biker gimmick? All right. First, the 
the original The Undertaker. I can see him. This is going to be strange, uh, but I like it. He'll be great at it. I'm going to say... Driving the... Driving the... the, the casket to the graves. Oh, uh, oh okay. Yeah. Uh, then the biker... Oh. Uh, Oh, man. I had it, but I can't, I can't say it. Uh, one of those freaking, what's it called now? Uh, help me out. Um, I know what you're. Th- I know what you're thinking. It's on the tip of my tongue. I know what you're thinking of too. Well, I can't say it either. I don't know if I'm gonna say it right, or I'm gonna. I'm gonna say he and the biker one. I can see him driving from city to city, state to state, with his boys, with the bikers, going to a different bar and drink and get crushed. Um, that's all I can say. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Good choices. And the last one we'll do for the night here, guys. Uh, the final member of the New Day, Michelle, Xavier Woods. I love Xavier. I love the New Day. Where did I put the other two? <laughs> um, I think you well, Big E, I think you put in Ring of Honor. In the kitchen Honor. making pancakes and Kofi making bootios. <laughs> well, you, yeah. you, put Kofi, you put Kofi and Lucha, by the way, yes. Hmm. You so know, I'm going to put Xavier and Lucha with him. Okay, all right. Uh, JD, Xavier Woods, where would you put him? Uh, I would say Ring of Honor. Okay, so he would go in there with Big E, okay. Uh, Fonzie, Xavier Woods, where would you put him? <laughs> Don't you dare say in Paige's bedroom. No, Michelle, I'm not saying that. Uh, blown his, uh, trombone. He always <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, uh, okay. I'm sorry. No, I was just kidding. Okay. Uh, um, MLD, MLD, anything yeah. else you want to add before we close up your Um, the, the, uh, the fudge. Let me try again. The mixed pay per view of, uh, New Japan and Ring of Honor all in one is coming up. I think it's the fourth or sixth of 
I want to say the 6th of September. And that's going to be a really, really damn good show. They've got some really, really good matches set up. And then uh, Chris Jericho is doing a cruise uh, pay-per-view, too. Um, I don't know if that's going to be aired or not. Um, But that's going to be really good, too. So I don't know the accurate date of it or anything. Or if it's going to be aired, I'll find out and let you know. Um, One of them is is incorporating uh, Impact Stars, too. So... uh, Mm -hmm. Like, because one of them is Marty Scroll versus um, Sammy Callahan. That shit's going to be off the Richter charts. I can tell you that. Um, so I, I'm, I'll get I'll get accurate dates of this stuff and um, post it. And uh, uh, what is that? Bound uh, for Glory is coming up, too, for Impact. I can't remember. October, maybe? Yeah, I think it's the nineteenth, really 21st or something like that. Something that I know. Yeah, I had to get dates for that. But a lot of you know, a lot of good pay per views coming up and stuff. And then of course you know, Hell in a Cell is coming up, and that's about it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and also, uh, JD, anything you wish to add, sir? No, uh, just enjoy the weekend. Uh, of course, I will be uh, enjoying my weekend. Of course, I'll be on the uh, golf course in the morning, of course, early, and then I will be heading to the Steelers football preseason game. But uh, Monday should be a very interesting Raw in Gerard's neck of the woods up there in Toronto as they will be up there this week. And, of course, uh, also this Monday we will be talking besides uh, – a preview of Hell in a Cell and give you an early taste of what we think might help in a Hell in a Cell match. We will give you our chance to give you our early predictions of the upcoming NFL and college season. Don't you dare miss it this Monday. It promises to be a doozy. Absolutely. And JD, one more time to call ID for Raw Radio. 138-744-POUND. The fun begins at 3 o'clock. Of course, we will have the birthday supplied by John. And of course, I will have the news headlines for you as I will have, hopefully... You, Michelle, Chad, maybe Gerard, and anyone else who calls in, Fon, uh, myself, and Fon, the gang, of course, will be having our uh, pre-Labor Day edition of Raw Radio. Absolutely. Thank you very much, sir, J.D. Fonzie, anything else you wish to add, sir? Yeah. Uh, is Michelle still on? She's already left for the evening. Is Michelle still on? Or is she no, left? no, she's gone. She left. She left. Okay. All right. Well, um, yes, I'd like to say something before we close the shop. Hold on one second. Yeah, I'd like to say something before we close the show. And um, the night was. Um, it was a little bit of fun, then a little bit like uh, aggravated, a little bit. Um, we celebrate my good friend who died 20 years ago, um, just passed, he did. August third, ninety eight. Um, 
he got murdered up at the the bar or my neighborhood. Maybe JD heard about it. It was all over the news. Um, he was the mayor of Brooklyn, and we just had a little. We called our tradition bleachers creatures. We listened to Van Halen, the music he used to listen to, and drink some brewskis and just hang out with a bunch of crew. The the people who were with him uh, for the longest time. So our tradition is always making Bleacher's Creatures night and just like, you know, bring a case, drink up, you know, uh, just pay tribute to him. We do that every year. And I can't believe it's already 20 years. I didn't know that. I thought it was 19. But my friend of mine, he did. He died in 1998, August 3rd, which is 20 years ago already. Seems like it was yesterday. But uh, then, you know, I had a little bit of argument with my friend. And maybe you guys can help me. Okay? Maybe I could be wrong. Maybe, you know, I could be right. They, okay. Well, when I was, okay. When I was a little kid, okay, you already probably already know where I'm going already. You know where I'm going at right now. My, disease, okay? Mm-hmm. Which I just got a nice, you know, nice, good eye back. I can see everything. Okay? Well, my disease, okay, could come back anytime. And, and one of my good friends, you know, we grew up with each other. He went to high school. He went to my high school before I went. Um, he told me that someone told him that he just told me tonight. Uh, he's like, somebody told me that you have cancer. And I said, yeah. And he told me, he's like, are you sure? I was like, yes, it's my disease. He's like, okay, explain it. Um, so I explained it to him. And my friend looked it up. He's like, yeah, bro. You can go blind and die from it. My freaking goofball friend said, I don't have to. I was like, shut the fuck up. You all know what are you talking about. Don't get in the middle of my freaking business. I'm talking with somebody. They know what the hell is going on. You don't. Okay? I was like, yes, I have cancer. It's my fucking disease. I could die from it. Okay? And I just fucking snapped. 
And I was ready to freaking... I'm not a good fighter, okay? But... If I would have had a, a freaking... Nine millimeter, I would have fucking pulled his head off. Seriously. Because a lot of people get in my business. I don't like. They don't know what the hell they're freaking talking about. They get in, they think they know everything. They won't, they don't. That's how aggravated I got tonight. Okay? And it's just aggravated. And then when I came home, I did my pills and checked my sugar. My eye was going, like, my eye was hurting because I was getting upset. Because I hate when people think they know everything, which they don't. I had this disease since I was a childhood. Okay? I've been fighting for 28 years. Okay? And going going on. And people got to stick their nose where not belong and think they know everything. No. You don't see what's behind closed doors when I'm going through. My freaking, my disease going on my skin. Okay? On my right arm, my right hand. Wrist area in the hand. I put cream twice daily because of it. I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt, not heavy, just a light, because I didn't want the sun to get on me. That's the first. And second, nothing let the, the lotion, whatever, antibiotic, whatever, dry out quickly. And it, it really hurt me. Like, you know, stay out. Listen before you say something, before you know anything. Oh, I snap. I was like, yeah, you went to fucking Catholic high school, and... You don't know shit. You come into my freaking city, Pittsburgh, Brashear, and you want to learn more than I am. I snap because they think he know everything. Meanwhile, you don't. It, it aggravates me because then when I came home, my fucking eye was hurt. You know because it aggravated me and it strengthened my eye a little bit. And I put these final drops in tonight. It was hurting me. It was like burning. Like, you know? Um, yeah, I cannot get upset because, you know, yes, I shouldn't get upset. I should annoy, but you know what? When you get to the point, you had it from your top of your fucking forehead, you just want to snap. I know Chad wants to snap too sometimes. When you get up to the forehead, I know ready to snap. You had it. You know, and that's what I did. I had enough, you know, and I just snapped like that. You know, and I walked myself home because I only two minutes away from the park we used to grow up at. And he came and drove by. I was like, no, I'm fine. 
Let me walk home. You know? So, you know, I didn't know her. I was just like, motherfucker, they know, they don't know shit. They out of the people's fucking business. Because you don't know nothing. You getting in there, oh, yeah, I know you don't have that. How do you know? Are you my mother? Are you the doctor? No. I had this since I was a childhood. You can, you guys can own, you guys can look it up and, and tell me if I'm fucking right or wrong about this. Okay? And my disease go on my freaking skin. My cornea, a lot of people say, oh, you have a lazy eye. I don't have a fucking lazy eye. It was my disease since I was a little kid. My mom not got it. You can't get it. It's in my blood. And when I grew up too fast, my eyes didn't catch up my growth. I grew up like like that. You know, I was already a freaking, you know, like, like already almost a, a teenager. My body looked like a teenager. But I'm only, I was only 12 and 13 years old. You know what I'm saying? I grew up too fast. I had hair on my armpits like, holy shit, you know? Because a lot of people don't get hair in the armpits when they were little kids. They wait until they get an adult. I was a hairy son of a bitch. Because my my disease, my growth didn't catch up my, you know, that's all happened. I can go blind instantly. And you could say, yes, you could say I have cancer. That's the worst disease. Blind is the most worst worst disease you ever want to get is being blind. Seriously. And these other fucking people, excuse my French, these other people think they know everything. No, you don't. Okay? You can't get it. No one else can. It's not spreadable like cancer. But my shape of the cornea is the shape of the bottom of the ice cream cone. Point. And that point cracked, and the sunlight goes into my whatever back in my eye. Sit. See ya. See ya. You go blind instantly. No surgery, no nothing. Okay? And that's what I'm doing with. And I got these idiots. Okay? I got these goose. Uh a bitch and an idiot think they know everything. Meanwhile, they don't know shit. And, you know, you don't know what's happening in closed doors. Yes, okay, I put it out. Yeah, I have cancer. You can say I have cancer because that's my disease. I can go blind or I die from it. Okay? You know, it's not a common word. Nobody heard of it. It's called parakona disease. It's your your eye, cornea. And it will go, you read it, and it will say the shape of the ice cream cone. Your eye is like the shape of the ice cream cone. When it goes to the side, that's what it does. And that and it pops. It's a little pot. It doesn't have to be a, a big, giant pot. It's just a little crack. 
somebody will go in and I'll be blind instantly. That's it. Then I find out that I had this disease on my skin and that was it's my disease. It's causing the thing. And you can look it up too. And I looked it up, yep, and I'm right. It's the skin. It will affect my skin. So you could say Yes, I shouldn't even put it out, but yes, I do document it. You can say that. Okay, you can say what my disease is. You can say that. But it's affecting my skin and it's affecting my vision, my cornea. That's why I had to go do surgery. They want to do cataracts first. I have a custom permanent lens right now. Okay? And it's already three days until I'm good. It's slow progress. I can see each day by day that it's getting a little bit better, a little bit, you know, but it has to take time. And so this thing don't have to be rushed because, you know, who knows? I can be be blind tomorrow morning. Who knows that? Okay? That's how quick this disease is. And, yes, uh, I don't do chemo or anything. I do prednisone eye drops and contact and surgery. That's the only two they can do. You can put contacts or do surgery, transplant, donor. So that's the two choices we have. If I go blind, those two choices are down the drain. Okay, I can't. They can't do nothing, you know. And it just aggravates me because, you know, I'm dealing with this goddamn disease for 28 fucking years. And excuse my French. I sometimes I like to say that word, but I don't on air. But you know what? It aggravates me because I've been going my eye doctor for 28 goddamn years down at Allegheny General or else I had to go to Boston. Okay, I had to move to Boston because then I had no, nobody knew my, what would happen, what was wrong with me. I went to the old children's hospital up in Oakland. They don't, they don't want to touch me. They don't know what the hell it is. That's how bad it was. And I went and finally we we saw that uh ophiology, which I go, you know, that's what it is, that's what it's called. Down Allegheny General Hospital. Went there for twenty eight goddamn years. Went from contact after contact after contact, hard around. Um with, uh soft around, hard in the middle. Oh, my God. I went through hell and back. My original doctor who moved to San Jose after he did my second cornea transplant. I didn't know he did a cataract. I didn't know nothing. That's all I knew was that I did a cornea transplant. That's all I know. And Thank God I want a dermatologist or another eye doctor, okay? 
the other lady who did my surgery told me that your disease will affect your skin. That's what happened. So, yeah. So, I'm just dealing with a lot of it. I don't know what I'm saying about So, and uh, I'm sorry that I keep you guys, you know, whatever it is. That's that's understandable, Fonz. Uh, appreciate you getting 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 off your chest, sir. But so that's that's quite all right, sir. Yeah, I know, but I don't know like swearing though. It just aggravates me. Yeah, a good friend think they know everything, but they ain't on no shit. Yeah, they think they know. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, whatever. They can think whatever they want to think. That's all they can. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, no. I agree. I 100% agree. Yeah. On, uh, on that note here, folks, I do want to, of course, thank everyone for joining us tonight for episode 548. Is that you, Jamie? That's me. Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo. The Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, also the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, as well as, of course, the Empress, Emory Rickenbach. I do thank you for coming on here tonight. I was having a little bit of fun here this evening. And, of course, with high school football, full force, I mean, that's that's quite, that's quite all right it here. Is football season officially. Absolutely, it is. That's high school loss to the Beavers. Yeah, okay. We're talking about Bat Beavers tonight. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we thank we thank y'all very much once again for joining us here this evening. And I'll be back on tomorrow evening at six o'clock with WWS Power Hour, which is of course call ID one four one three six four pound. A recap of everything that went on during the week here on the radio network. Plus also wrestling history tomorrow and also of course some wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at four eleven mania. <clears throat> so for the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and the Empress, Emory Rickenbach. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for listening tonight. And we will talk at you here next week here on the Radio Network. Of course, I'll be sure to listen in on our my promo at 10 o'clock Sunday evening as I will be letting everyone know where you can find the live video feeds for next week's Revolutions and Wolfpack, as well as, of course, all of our other shows here coming up as, as well. Plus, also Sunday in wrestling history, as well as, of course, more wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of 411 Mania.com. Revolution 548 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Guys, take care of yourselves and each other. We will definitely see you in the ring. And as always, here, in the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com. And have a good weekend, God, everyone. God bless. Have a good evening. Take care.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.